when the music stops playing and the words from your spouse start to sound the same, it means the honeymoon is over. You are Locked On Trojans, your daily podcast on the USC Trojans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Fight on, everyone. I'm your host, Mark Culkin, and thank you for making Locked on USC your first listen every day. Whether you're watching the show on YouTube or wherever you're going to download your podcast, the show is free. I appreciate your support. You can show your appreciation if you're watching on YouTube, and it means a lot. Do me a favor. Become a subscriber if you haven't already. When you see that thumbs up, click that thumbs up, and I don't want you to miss one episode. Hit that bell notification button, and you are covered. So, look. I don't think any Trojan fan is looking to uh, file any papers of separation or file for divorce yet. But I think it's time to be honest. The honeymoon is over, Lincoln. Uh, the, The relationship between the fans and the media, I think it's become a little, uh, little ho-hum every day type of stuff. We know what to anticipate. Um, you know what I'm talking about. You wake up in the morning, you roll over, you see the person you love, you you kiss the air. And uh, because, you know, morning breath and all. And you, you kind of get ready for what the day's going to bring. Say, I love you. Have a great day. Say at the end of the day, tell me how things are going. So again, the love is still there, uh, but you're waiting for something kind of extra special to happen again. to Kind of break up the monotony. Well, these next three games for USC is a perfect chance for something special to happen. Uh, what's going to be an acceptable record to keep this relationship, you know, the sparks flying over these next three games? At home against Arizona, you're on the road against Notre Dame, and then you're at home again against Utah. I know a lot of people out there are already, they probably have already reset their Finger quotes, expectations for the season and predicting, you know, maybe two, maybe three losses now, just based on the way USC played on the road these last two games. It left a sour taste. It left a reminder of this team looks on defense, looks just like they did last year, even though Lincoln Riley says it doesn't look anything like last year. At this point, I I went all in at the beginning of the season. I pushed all my chips into the middle of the table, and I'm ready to play the cards that I'm dealt. Losing is never going to be acceptable, ever. Although winning on the road is very difficult, and it's even more so. It's even more challenging uh, when it's a rivalry game. And especially when these rivalry games are the magnitude of USC at Notre Dame, that's a big time game. That's you know about a week and a half. I'm going to assume anything less than two and one coming out of that three game stretch. Uh, not only will the honeymoon be completely over, <laughs> I think you might be seeing Lincoln Riley might see some. Uh, Dear Lincoln letters on his fireplace mantle. Utah is a ways down the road, just under three weeks. So this game against Arizona, it's the most important game. And each time USC plays, it's the most important game. The next game is always the most important game. 
But USC needs to start looking like they're getting better. I mean, the goal is to win every game, obviously. Um, but Arizona could be this trap game. I've talked about it before. USC can't let this, they cannot be looking ahead to Notre Dame. Offensively, I think what the Trojans need to do in this game against Arizona, they just need to tighten everything up. The offensive line, it's settled. Um, you've got Jonah Monheim at left tackle. You've got Pregnon, Emmanuel Pregnon at left guard, Justin Dedick at center, Jarrett Kingston right guard, Michael Tarquin at right tackle. I think it's safe to say that Mason Murphy is going to, his, his numbers have been, his repetitions have been getting lower and lower each game. So I don't know whether we will see him in this game against Arizona, but the offensive line is definitely settled. The running game, it needs to be shown some more love with the play calling. Everybody I know wants to see more USC running game. This is where Lincoln Riley has to step up his game. And he talked about it afterwards. He could have done better with the run game last week. Save for the uh, you know for a, for a few drops, I think the wide receivers and they've had a, they've had a penalty here and there. So uh, get rid of those 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 easy drops and the occasional penalty. The wide receivers have been the best offensive position group, uh, bar none. And I really don't think it would be fair to ask Caleb Williams to do anything more on offense than he's already done. Defensively. Uh, the defense will look infinitely better if they can start creating some turnovers. At this point, I think everybody anticipates, expects big plays to happen against the defense. It's just who they are, right? But they're they're better getting off the field than they were last year. You, you're seeing more and more three and outs. They kind of come in spurts and bunches. Um, but even they, they're giving up more yards this year a little bit, slightly more than last year. But they're not creating as many turnovers as they did last year. And that's really where the difference is. Arizona's quarterback, starting quarterback, Jaden Delora, uh, he's Arizona's problem. And he could actually be a help USC out in this regard. He turns the ball over a lot. So far this year, and remember, he didn't play the last game. But he's, he's got nine touchdowns and five interceptions. And he's thrown for just over 1,000 yards. USC is going to win this game. I have no doubt about that. Um, but they shouldn't have to win every game by outscoring the other team. I know theoretically you have to do that. But I'm talking about getting into shootouts. I, I think this, you know, it'll probably be USC 50-something to, I don't know, 24 to 30, somewhere in that range. USA is a 22-point favorite, I believe. Last year, this was a high-scoring game, and USC pulled it out 45 to 37 in Tucson. Uh, the Trojans right now, under Lincoln Riley, they're undefeated playing at home. That's not going to change this week. However, if the defense can maybe just get a couple of turnovers in this game, it, it still might not send or, you know, put a the fear of God message to future opponents, but it might make the score more cosmetic, look better. And maybe that kind of message um, will show the, the, the pollsters that USC is better than their ranking. 
And I know that's kind of like putting lipstick on a pig. But this is where we are at this point of the season. So is the honeymoon over? You tell me. In, in the next segment, I'm going to talk about the offense's honeydew must-do list. I talk about I talked about what the defense must do on yesterday's episode of Lock on USC. Coming up next, we're going to talk about the offense. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back guaranteed. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber and not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebay.com forward slash motors. eBay guaranteed fit only available at the U.S. customers. Eligible, eligible items only. Exclusions do apply. The college football season is here, and this season, Locked On is kicking up our coverage. Each Friday, Locked On will go live from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern on every Locked On College YouTube channel. Locked On College Football Live will cover the college football playoff implications, the conference rivalry games, and go in-depth like only Locked On can, including insight and analysis from our stable of Locked On College hosts covering their team every day. Find Locked On College Football Live every Friday from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern on any Locked On College YouTube channel. You won't want to miss it. The Arizona Wildcats defense was, believe this or not, they were actually able to shut down, in a sense, the Washington Huskies, which everybody considers them to have a pretty prolific passing offense. If you don't believe me, uh, their stats they they do <laughs> through five games the uh, the huskies lead the country in passing yards per game 442 last week against arizona they held michael Penix, the quarterback for for the huskies to only 363 yards it's like only again washington typically puts up 440 plus through the air the game was played down in tucson arizona but I would imagine um, Arizona's defense kind of got a big shot of confidence in the arm, seeing how they were able to kind of control how Washington um, scored their points. And I, I say that because they know they're going to be facing an even better quarterback this week again when they take uh, when they take on Caleb Williams. And they also have last year's film to kind of reflect back on. Remember. USC and Caleb Williams went into Tucson last year and the final score was 45 to 37. USC hung on to win. So how did Arizona stop Washington's passing attack, keep them from scoring through the air? Well, they did it by taking away the deep, deep stuff, the big play game, uh, big play stuff down the field through the passing game. This is what the Huskies head coach, Kalen DeBoer said. 
They were playing it safe and making us earn it. Uh, so naturally, we hit the checkdowns. We we know that our style, big plays, uh, but it's not always going to work out that way, end quote. See, Trojan fans, every coach sounds the same. I know I've heard Lincoln Riley say, it's not always going to work out that way. You've got to do things differently. We know the Trojans can play ball control. We saw them do it earlier in the, early in the season. Long scoring drive. Can they do it again and, and help their defense out, though? I mean, right now, USC, they are ranked 116th in the country in time of possession. That's not that's a really deceiving stat because USC scores really quickly. And they score a lot and frequently. Basically, Washington was forced to kind of dink and dunk and then let their wide receivers pick up yards after the catch. And then what they did is they used their running game to score the touchdowns. The Wildcats defense held Michael Penix without a passing touchdown. And that's just the second time that's happened since he's been their quarterback. Uh, However, this might be a coincidence. Just like USC struggles up in Corvallis, both times that this has happened to Michael Penix, it's happened in the state of Arizona. Last year, uh, the Husky lost to Arizona State, and he was held without a touchdown pass. So, just something to think about. With that said, I would love to see that kind of discipline on Saturday from USC's offense. I don't want to see Caleb go over throwing touchdown passes. This is what I would like to see. Because I know there's no way on this green earth <laughs> that Lincoln Riley is going to allow Caleb Williams to go a game without a passing touchdown. It's just it's just not going to happen. Uh, so I'm not sure what kind of chance that gives Arizona to win the game. But Caleb Williams in a rhythm, dinking and dunking, it's kind of a deadly way of approaching things. Remember. Through five games right now, Caleb Williams has a 74.5% completion percentage. Uh, He's completed 105 passes on 141 attempts. It's a sick number. And he's got 21 touchdowns against one one interception, and that happened last week. And that was just a bad decision. Um, Oh, and by the way, Caleb Williams knows how to use his legs. Three touchdowns on the ground. and. USC's offense is number one in the country. I told you they know how to score points. 53.6 points per game. And seven Trojan wide receivers have already eclipsed the 100-yard receiving mark this season. So I think you're probably going to see that happen again this game. Especially if USC uses its weapons and makes Arizona's defense have to cover both, you know, Spread out. Cover both the run and the passing game. If if Arizona is forced to defend the run, those deep shots are going to be there. Those big play opportunities will be there for Caleb Williams. You don't have to force it. Arizona's pass defense is barely better than USC's. Arizona statistically gives up 246 yards per game. 
USC's passing game, they give up 256 yards per game. Now, statistically, the Wildcats' run defense, they rank among the best. I, they're, they're 23rd in the nation, and they're giving up less than 100 yards per game. So forget the 23rd. They're giving up 100, less than 100 yards per game, 98. I, I can't emphasize that enough. It's imperative that Lincoln Riley establish the running game. And it's not so much about sending a message in this game. It's for the next game when they travel to South Bend, Indiana. They've got to be able to run the ball. So even with that pathetic, dismal performance on the ground in Boulder, USC still averages 172 yards per game on the ground. Let's get back to that number. That will send a message to people saying, USC can't, you know, when they go up against a good defense, they don't look that good. Let's find out. We're going to find out if USC can run the ball against a good run defense. Because like I said, I don't care what anybody says. When you're giving up less than 100 on the ground, I don't care what the competition is, you're doing something right. Last week against Colorado, the Trojans scored seven touchdowns on their first 10 offensive drives. We also know USC left a lot of points on the field. If they can score eight touchdowns in this game, I'll take four and four. Four through the air and give me four on the ground. That's 56 points. Right on the mark. That's what USC must do against Arizona. Not only to ensure the win, but to... Give Notre Dame something to think about the following week. Okay, USC, we know they can throw the ball. Oh, they can also run the ball. All right, I'm going to give you some player status updates. Lincoln Riley, you know, he spoke with the media after practice on Tuesday. And give us some updates. So here you go. We know that uh, Bryson Shaw was put in a bad, bad situation last week. And I'm not referring to his play so much. I'm referring to the scheme. And him having to be on the field for almost 90 defensive plays. Max, That just shows how much Max Williams was missed. Colorado ran 90 offensive plays against USC. And Shaw was on the field for almost all of them. That free safety position, um, typically Max Williams is your starter. Shaw comes in and gives him a break. This is what Lincoln Riley said. Not having Max, especially in a game like that where you you end up playing a lot of snaps against a spread, high-tempo offense, that one hurt. Just his experience and just simply to, just from a substitution standpoint, we had too many guys that played 90-plus snaps when you start to consider special teams as well. So everybody would like to know, Max, he uh, he did a lot more in practice on Tuesday than he did in the previous week, and he's done well in coverage this season when he's on the field. He's number two on USC's defense in terms of completion percentage when he's targeted, 
he's allowed just six receptions against 13 attempts. And Max also, by the way, he's got two pass deflections and he's got one of USC's three interceptions this year. What about Eric Gentry? Well, here's what Lincoln Riley updated on his status. Here's what you need to know. He had 30, he played 36 snaps against Stanford. And then he played 28 defensive snaps against Arizona State. Numbers going down. Against Arizona State, he played probably his best game of the season. Then why did he only play nine snaps on defense against Colorado? We know that Eric missed the entire game against Nevada due to injury. And he's been dealing with injuries since the second half of last season. But Riley did say that he's full go at this point, And he's not being held back due to injury. Quote, he missed all of spring ball. He missed basically the last half of the last season. And then he was very limited, really, through all of fall camp. He's healthy, but he's still getting his feet underneath him. He's still getting back used to being on the field and playing a lot of snaps. I'm not sure what that means or how to interpret that but it doesn't sound like he's in good condition. Going back to the first segment, when I was talking about how everything, you know, the words, the music stop, everything, a lot of cliche stuff. The words, every time Lincoln Riley says something, it's, it's coach speak. <clears throat> when you read, when you hear those words and his, his snap counts are going down, either he's not in game condition or Lincoln Riley and Alex Trinch are seeing something on film that he's not doing what they want him to do, despite, um, you know, Lincoln Riley saying that the defense is best when he's on the field. Lincoln Riley continued, we've got a better linebacker room than we did last year. It is what it is. There's more good players. I think Eric's going to have a chance to have a prominent role on our team and on our defense. The quality of player he is, if he continues to work hard and stay focused, it's hard to imagine him not playing better and better and playing a pretty big role for us, end quote. So again, interesting comments coming from your head coach, who just a couple of weeks ago said USC's defense is better, best when he's on the field. Mason Cobb barely came off the field at middle linebacker last week. Hacker Curtis started, and he was credited with 57 snaps. Rajon Davis played 33 uh, snaps. And that was a week after he didn't play against Arizona State. Anybody who watched the game this past week can say that both Rajon and, and Tackett had rough games. And yet Shane Lee watched from the sidelines. I, I just, I don't know. Uh, the, the cornerback spots are concerning. Damani Jackson isn't playing with confidence right now. At least it appears that way. And the other side has been going back and forth. They've been using Sierra Wright, Jacoby Covington. However, Lincoln Riley talked about Christian Roland Wallace and how he's starting to stand out. Uh, but, you know, he's he's been coming off the bench, uh, re, as, but his playing time has been increasing as the season has come, gone along. Uh, he's been playing nickel, you know, backing up Jalen 
and Jalen Smith. But this is what Lincoln Riley had to say. Christian's been our most consistent guy in five games, uh, through all five games. Total, Not totally surprising with that. His experience shows up, the fact that he's been through it. There's just a maturity and a confidence about him and a steadiness that's, he's, that's really been good for that room. He's starting to really get in a rhythm, and I think he's done a really nice job at corner. Played very steady, played a lot of snaps for us the other day, end quote. I have a feeling that Christian's probably going to start at cornerback in this game. Uh, number one, Christian knows the Arizona wide receivers. He transferred in from uh, the Wildcats. And I so again, I think he's going to play even a bigger role and probably start this game. Will he start? Who's going to be the other starting cornerback? I don't know. Depends on how well they practice this week. I'm going to say Damani Jackson. Now, T-Mac, McMillan, I can't even say his name, T-T-Rora, McMillan, T-Mac, he is the uh, number six wide receiver of the Pac-12 with 27 receptions, 386 yards, and he's tied for uh, number three with five touchdowns, okay, one per game average. They're, uh, the other wide receiver for Arizona, his name is Jacob Cowing. He's number two in conference with 36 receptions, 299 yards, and four touchdowns. So, yeah, Christian Roland Wallace, uh, his experience and knowledge of the Arizona wide receivers, I think, is going to come in handy. So those are the players that Lincoln Riley gave a status update on as far as the defense is concerned. Will we see more of Eric Gentry? Are his numbers low because he's not doing what he's supposed to? Max Williams? Um, I think everybody who says, well, you know, Max Williams has trouble tackling. You see what happens when you don't have the players in there that you depend on. Other players are put in bad position situations. So when you're harping on Bryson Shaw, yeah, you will be tired if you're playing close to 90 snaps on defense. But that's on the coaching staff. You got to have other guys ready if Max Williams isn't ready to play, if it's because of injury. I get it. Christian Pierce wasn't ready because of injury, allegedly. Other guys have got to be able to be, be on the field. So there you go. There's another episode of Locked on USC in the books. I'll be back with another one tomorrow in the week. And then I'll have my post-game reaction sometime Sunday morning. I don't know what time, but it'll be there for you. So until then, everybody, you know what to do.